Hello, everybody, and thank you very much for tuning in to episode 44 of the Professional Insights Podcast. Uh, I'm Brandon Curry. I'm Jeff Collins. I'm Josh Bond. I'm Trevor Lindy. You can listen to us on all major platforms. Thank you very much for tuning in. Please subscribe and please leave us a review and like and share and care and As all that Jeff kind of things. Keep the questions Apple coming. Apple TV, whatever. Yeah. Spotify. <laughs> Podcast. Stitcher. Um, Podcast. Podcast. Like Apple Podcast or, or Google, Google Podcast. Podcast. Which one are you talking about? Google. Oh, yeah. I, I get, yeah. just get that the wing. Just got the Google. wing. Yeah. NBC, go. CBS, ABC, so, TSN. Uh, so a teaser, teaser for our listeners. So just been uh, so been chatting with uh, Neil Thornton after uh, I, I presented to the um, his marketing class. Um, well, this would be back in February when someone's listening to this now, and uh, we are working on a potential just for you guys to know that uh, we might be. Uh, there's some. There's been some great. The next questions going to Jeff regarding uh, real estate from the class. Throwing it to Jeff. But uh, there's been a lot of great interest in, in, in our podcast, too. So to the Niagara College and Brock University students that are listening and uh, sharing and what have you, um, Neil wants us to go and do a couple live podcasts uh, in, in his class and actually maybe have some live questions, uh, live interaction. in, in, in the gym. Up like a panel. <laughs> It'd be more like a panel, and then like we would yeah. just record it. Uh, I think we need like 8 to 12 weeks before. To prepare right. our bodies. It, exactly, 100%. <laughs> Especially because we're walking through the halls of the college or the university. Right. Yeah. Jeez, like we're married some, men. Yeah. You know? Get some Grecian, oh, Grecian uh, hair formula. Well, they've got a bunch of new clothing lines. I don't have problems Sucks with my hair. It's just gray. No, Very gray. So stay tuned for that. We'll be oh. working on that, and Neil will be probably one of our guests as well again. So cool. but, but if we're waiting until we're in shape, this might never happen. I just said 8 to 12 <laughs> weeks. We've got a deadline. 8 to 12 years? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, so it's only going to go worse. The question, uh, uh, Jeff. Yes. From, from uh, two of the students specifically, uh, they were mutually exclusive. Uh, they took me aside afterwards and just basically... I guess a couple of them, like they want to become realtors. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, maybe just go into, you know, now the process of becoming a realtor. And then also maybe just, just in the first year or two, what they should be on the lookout for from stuff that you wish maybe that you knew prior to going into it. Maybe a good way to start it is go back and pause this episode, listen to 35 with Ryan Johnston, and then come back and listen to this one. Now go. It just killed my whole momentum here. I Not don't know if I all. like that. Hey, geez. Not at all. They Definitely switch to gear. Well, I, I think it's, it's, it's actually a very common inquiry that uh, people uh, always write me how to become a realtor. What, you know, what's the steps to becoming a realtor? And uh, it's so fairly... It Brad or Ryan? Ryan. Ryan, Ryan was yeah. one who came up with us. Yeah. Um, it's very simple, actually. All the information you need is at Aurea.com. And Aurea is Ontario Real Estate Association. So O-R-E-A.com. That's where you would go. It's changed since I got my license, which was almost 16 years ago. Now there's six courses you've got to take. Those courses, uh, um, most of them can be correspondence at home. I think the final one has to be done in class, which is about a two-week class. I'd say each course would take you about a month to finish, but you do have to pass the exam, which is about a three-hour exam at a 70% um, pass rate or higher. Um, it's not something to be taken lightly either. You got a, a lot of people fail, and you can just do it again and pay more money for it. But really, you're looking at six courses that you got to pass. Then you can interview with different brokerages. I highly recommend our brokerage because they have a great training policy. The problem with most brokerages, you get your license, you can get hired almost anywhere, 
And then when you get your license, it's here you go, you're off to the wolves. Now, the, the problem with becoming a realtor, unless you've got fifty to $100,000 to start advertising with right off the bat to make a huge impact out there, you're getting thrown into a, um, a, a sea of sharks out there that have been doing it for anywhere from 10 to 40 years. And it's a grind. I'm not going to lie to you. It is a grind to do it. So everyone says, well, maybe I'll just do it in my, my part time. You know, I'm a... I'm a, a teacher. I'm going to do it in my spare time. I'm a, a firefighter. Do my my spare time. You can do whatever you want. If you want to make it in any business you do, net, never mind just real estate. You kind of got to give it its full attention. I mean, if you're going to half-ass it, you're going to get half-ass results for it. Um, to give you an idea, yeah, but you almost you might be setting yourself up for failure, look too, right? Oh, for like sure, you can do it. And shit and like you know all kinds. Well, of but the big thing when you, when you're an agent, you're going to have to work under a broker for the first two years, I believe might be one, maybe two years. I'm not sure because I'm not going to leave my brokerage. Um, but they're there to protect you. So when you're hiring an agent, you're not really hiring the agent. You're hiring the brokerage, and the agent's representing the brokerage. So you do have some kind of protection oh, right there. Yep. If you are an inexperienced agent, you should be looking for a mentor, which does cost you money to have a mentor. It's not just free typically. But you should have someone who's holding your hand almost every step of the way. But the cost of that mentor usually comes out of the commission from sales that they will be getting. Yes, getting, yes. not not T- an actual cash outlay up front. And there's different splits. So, And this is a big thing. And we've talked about it in previous episodes, but I'm constantly asked this. So it's a great topic, Brendan, to, to bring up here. When you're selling real estate, say, for example, on a $100,000 house, just to keep the math easy, uh, a typical highest standard commission out there is 5%, which is two and a half to the buying agent, two and a half to the selling agent, and there's HST on that. Now, if the agent's making 2.5% or $2,500 on there, there's additionally a split with his brokerage. Mm-hmm. Okay, it could be 50-50, depending on your training package. It could be 60-40, it could be 70-30, it could be 95-5, but then you've got office fees on top of that, right? So there's all kinds of different ways to do it. You're not going to start off 95.5, and typically you'll be paying anywhere from six to a thousand dollars a month just to be at the brokerage. So there is costs on top of that, with insurance, advertising. You don't get anything handed to you. Everything's coming out of your pocket. You're essentially running an entrepreneurship in its most basis form. You know, go find clients, get them to like you, get them to trust you, which is tough when you're new because you've got no experience. So you've got to be very eager. But to give you an idea, I'd say out of every ten agents that join the workforce. In two years, there's probably two of them left. It's a grind. So, it's, so eight it's of them are left. It's a hard... Uh, and, and people don't realize that. And you can't say, well, you know, I'll, I work nine to five during the week, so I'll work as a real estate agent from 530 to nine every day. And maybe once a week, bull. You're, you're answering your phone nonstop. And you can set when you want to do it, but it's not going to happen because it's so time demanding because of the deadlines. You're, you're deadline hunting all the time on everything. Unless you're in a hot market, Right. And hot market's even worse. No, but I mean, what, happen, <laughs> what happens is, you, you, from my perspective, what I see is these agents coming out of the woodwork when the market's hot, right? Because well, the work's now, not... When the market's hot and you're selling, you can yeah. throw that sign up there and you'll have seven offers. Like Correct. in 2017, that's what happened. But you're still not necessarily getting your seller the most amount of money you could possibly. Well, and, and, and if you're only doing a part-time, you got to grind to get those listings because, because it's a hot market, everybody and their mother is banging on that door to win that listing to sell it, right? Well, but, and this is where it's different because 
people always tell me, you know, I, I don't want to encourage other people to become agents. Go ahead. I, I, I love it because everyone's got their own sphere of influence. And the way I operate, I kind of operate along my sphere of influence and I try to grow that outwards. So the people, if Bond, if you're an agent, the people you know compared to the people I know are different people. Sure. You know, so in most cases, when someone becomes a real estate agent, they have family or friends who are going to give them the shot, you know, and, and I was there at one point too. Yeah. And I was very green at that point. So I looked to my brokerage for, for advice and what to do. But they typically say, here, give them a shot. But in most cases, you're out on your own having to answer questions and, and doing certain paperwork where if you put the wrong word at the wrong place can cost your client 10, 15, 20, $50,000, which we have insurance to cover those mistakes. And there's sure. deductibles on that too. But it's not as just as easy as saying, I'm going to throw up the sign and I watch HGTV so I know how to you know yeah. love it or list it. And yeah. then I watch them how to paint those walls and do that. There's a lot of experience you got to know there that if you lead them down the wrong path, you can get sued. You know, time and time again, I'll have a new agent that comes in here. And I, I, I'd love to actually train some agents because I kind of smack around a bit and say, how bad do you want this? Yeah. You know, like me and Trevor, we do a lot of training through Buffini. Brian Buffini, who's a big trainer out there. And it's calls, notes, and pop buys, right, Trevor? And that's yep. the important thing to do. And what does he tell you to do? Every month, what are you supposed to do? Like in order to, to get your best influence. Oh, like out the there. number number of calls per like literally it breaks down to calls per day, pop buys per day, doing all that, like the, the those activities. Yeah, and, you need and those touching points with clients. We have these blitz things that we're supposed to do once a season and Yeah, we're and, missing a blitz number one for, <laughs> yeah, for twenty nineteen right now. And, and me and Trevor, we try to you know, we're each other's accountability partners. I don't really have another agent I do it, I do it with Trevor just because we're our own people in our field for it. And we'll start the blitz and within a week, I can't even keep up with the business I got because it's just, it's so time consuming because we have established businesses right now. But when you're new, you don't have that. So what does it tell you to do? They want you to do two notes a day, personal notes and pay for those stamps. And this is the hard part for the new agent. You're doing 150 stamps a a month. You know, that's $160 a month for that to get these items of values and cards. That's another $250 a month. I'm paying $500 a month just to keep in touch with my clients on a regular basis. And I have other programs that are kind of more quiet and off the record that only my clients know about that we can talk off the record that I've got to get that going real soon too. And I'm not promoting that because that's got to get going real soon. Um, But the hard part is the money to be in real estate. People think you're just out there smiling. They're giving you business. Mm -hmm. It's not, you gotta, you gotta earn that business. So if you're ready to work and you've got the time to put into it, go ahead. And I'm not going to say don't just automatically go to, because it's a big leap of faith. But I've been in it 16 years, and until I went full-time, I was treading water. I can look back at that. I was treading water. I was learning my skill. I think everything happens for a reason. That's fine. Until I was ready and committed to do this 40 to 80 hours a week, depending on the demands of that week, I wasn't getting anywhere. Now, now I'm top 3% in the Niagara region. That's fine. Yeah. And there's stressful days, believe me, because you. Sunday night, I'll have to go out at 10 o'clock at night and go get a signature because my one customer doesn't know how to or want to use the internet. So I've got to drive through one inch of snow, which is very (laughs) treacherous as we know, Mm -hmm. get that initial or signature to expand that and do it. So if you think you have a family life, you better have a strong wife and, you know, good kids because (laughs) they're going to go through the ringer of how much demand you have for it. And I'm not going to lie. It it could be very lucrative and it allowed me to get to the point where I'm building. But if you're a new agent, you better be able to look outside the box and do business different ways and, 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 suck in your pride and start making calls or talking to people you know and saying, how can I help you? What can I do? You better be eager. But if you're not out there talking to people you know on a regular basis and saying, I'm a realtor now, 
you're not going to make it. Right. So I, I just want to take a step back because at the beginning of the episode, Jeff, you mentioned go to Aurea.com. Yep. Uh, so this episode is going to be airing in April. And Aurea is, uh, so the Aurea Real Estate College will cease operation on December 31st, Humber 2020. And in episode 35, Ryan Johnson talks about this. Um, so just so that any listener listening to this knows the... Uh, um, so the deadline uh, to receive uh, admission to Aurea is April 30th, 2019. So if you're listening to this after that date, uh, you can no longer uh, attend Aurea to get your uh, registrant. Yeah. Um, it, it becomes college at that point. It right? will and, be taken and, over by Humber. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, but just so that people know, so April 30th, 2019, when you have to be started the process by uh, in order to keep it with Aurea and uh, you must be completed and write your final exam by November 28th, 2020. Uh, so if you're uh, coming yeah. to us after that date, Humber College is where it's uh, where it's going to be, right? R- really, though, Brendan, to sum it all up, I think the most important thing to say about real estate, it's almost like anything, a relationship, you know, being a parent, stuff like that. You get out of it what you put into it. And if you're not willing to put those hours of work, and I'm not talking, I'm doing this 20 hours a week, it's paperwork and phone calls and tours and but it's the hours too that a lot of people aren't working well yeah right? it's, it's evenings it's, it's, weekends i'm off i want to see houses yep. you know or, yep. or because i work till five o'clock can you come over at six o'clock and tell me how much my house the biggest thing that you don't understand about real estate is there's so many hours you put into it where you don't get paid a penny yep it's looking for potential business where you will, I've had it before where I tell, this is, actually this just happened recently where I had another agent say, can you help my client? I'm from Toronto, I don't want to do this. Give me a referral fee, which I said, no problem. I went and talked to the client under good faith, said, this is what I would do. Here's my price for it. Here's my contacts from being a builder to help you improve your house with my recommendations for doing it. Stupid me, and this is something you really got to teach clients. If it's not on paper, they're not your client, you know, and it's harsh because you say, here, I'll show you houses. If you sign right here, it's a buyer representation agreement or a listing agreement or exclusive listing until you're ready to put it in the market. If you don't have that signature, they are not your client. Yeah. You know, because what happens time and time again, I improved your house by 15 to $20,000, made it more sellable, told you what to do. Their friend or neighbor knocks on the door and says, well, why don't you save the real estate fees? And, we'll do, and they're never paying the price that you're asking for because they're trying to work that angle for it. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to get lured into something to, to, to sell your house and you're not even sure if you're protected for it. It happens all the time. But in this case, I did everything to get it ready and then they signed with their friend agent at, a, at the end of that. That's ingrate. It happens on a regular basis. And you know what? I'm not going to get mad and scream and yell no. at this agent. It was when my own stupidity because I should have signed him up from the beginning yeah. to get when it you- done, to use my experience and expertise to help him sell their house. And I didn't. And, and, and when learns. you're a new agent, it hurts when you lose. Oh, oh my God. Sure. It doesn't matter. You want that business so bad. Like, you do that work. and Well, and an old agent's like kind of like, you're face, mad right? for an hour. And my wife last spoke, she would be okay tomorrow. Yeah, you You're mad for on. an hour and you move on. But when yeah. you're a new agent where that first listing and you're still at six months you haven't got, it's great. Like, there's a, there's a, a meme or a video out there with Leonardo DiCaprio talking about the 10 moods of a real estate agent. It shows, like, I'm not sure if you've seen the, the oh, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, yeah. He's walking down after making his first sale and hitting all that. You know, when you got that first listing, you're as high as, you yeah, know, pie in the sky. Yeah. And then when when, when you uh, lose that first listing that you thought you had to that other agent out there who signed him up, right, it's the biggest kick in the, yeah. you know, that yeah. you ever had. So really, you just got to be used to the biggest emotional 
swings you could ever have in a real estate agency. Be resilient, be like water off a duck's back, and you know, grind, grind like you've never grinded before. Perfect in your life. That's it. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks very much, Jeff, for uh, answering the questions of the youth of today. We'll do this episode again in four. <laughs> uh, thanks very much, everyone, for listening. Uh, really appreciate it. You know what I was realizing, though, what? when we're going through this is, I don't know which one it was, but one of the last episodes, episode 36 to 39, you uh, said that uh, Kansas City was going to win the Super Bowl. Yes, I did. That was a predict- prediction that you made. Yes, I did. That turned, didn't turn out well, did nope. it? Nope. nope. Don't listen to just Don't listen predictions. To me for bets. Yeah. <laughs> so again, I think last episode he mentioned Leafs playing so in April. Whoa, whoa! Yeah, don't. I, yeah. But but we could mention Leafs <laughs> beating Montreal the last game they played, and they are two and zero against them this year. Yeah. Well, it was overtime though, wasn't it? Yeah, where was, we yeah. won in overtime. Yeah, oh, in I, Montreal that, on Montreal fine. ice. That's fine. Yeah. We won. That's fine. You didn't walk we won. all over us. Okay. We won. It had Montreal is doing a lot better than I anticipated at the beginning then of the every season. Every Leafs fan had anticipated. I think yes. any 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 anybody in the world had anticipated. Yes. Even yeah. Mark Bergevin. Yeah. Who still has a job. So, so good on them. But yeah, there we go. All right. Well, thanks everyone Bye. for listening <laughs> in to the professional insights. See, we uh, I'm Brandon Curry. I can't wait to see the Habs get knocked out. I'm Jeff Collins. <laughs> I'm Josh Bond. I'm Trevor Lindy. Please uh, write a review, subscribe, and again, thank you to our sponsors, Brand Boulevard. Really appreciate it. Help us help you stay informed. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. We all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.